Hello guys, welcome to my podcast, Lovely Linky Inspirations, where the intent is to encourage, motivate, and inspire you. I will share with you my journey and expertise as a nonprofit co-founder, a therapist, a PhD student, a mommy and wife. I am also here to help uplift all single women, whether you are a woman who has never been married, previously married, and now a divorcee or widow as well as to help build, support, and celebrate couples who are courting, engaged, and married. So come now, join me as we encourage, motivate, and inspire each other. Hello guys, welcome to our 11th episode in our first season of Lovely Linky Inspirations. In the past several weeks, I have prayed for families, friends, and people in general who have lost loved ones during this pandemic. You know, sadly, people have and will continue to die um, due to complications of COVID and some with combined underlining, um, other underlining issues, while others from unrelated illnesses or circumstances. However, most of us would agree um, it is more difficult to say goodbye to loved ones during this time. So come now, join me as we talk a little bit about grief during a pandemic. Now, first, I want to mention that there are um, five stages of grief or seven, depending on which professional um, you speak with and the one that... um, he or she relates to the most. Um, But I prefer to use uh, five stages, which are denial, anger, bargaining, um, depression, and acceptance. And those are not sequential. There is no specific order to it. I think I may have mentioned that in a episode before, either here on the podcast or on our YouTube channel, nor is it a linear time frame. So there isn't a certain period of time in any one of these stages that um, we say it takes this amount of time and then you move to the next stage. However, um, that's not my focus for this episode, but I did want to mention that there are stages um, of grief. Second, I do want to also mention that there are different types of grief, right? So we talk about grieving when it, as it relates to death, divorce, a breakup, a termination from a job or layoffs. And now we have many terminations. We have a significant amount of layoffs because of COVID and disappointments. And so when I say disappointments, I'm specifically speaking um, in particular to high school students or college and university students who are class of 2020, who are not having a a physical graduation where they're going to a physical ceremony. Some are having virtual ceremonies and some the ceremonies have been postponed for a later time. And or even there are students who are transitioning from middle to high school and some schools do have graduations for those. And so none of that is currently happening in this time or not in the way it normally would uh 
prior to COVID-19. And so there is a lot of disappointment happening and those disappointments are processed in the same way that we would grieve the death or a divorce or a breakup. Disappointments is grieving. And so I did want to make that point that um, COVID has also created um, greater levels of griefs and different dynamics of griefs that people, grieving that people are going through. Um, but today, what I specifically want to talk about is um, that ways, ways that we can uh, say goodbye to those we loved who have uh, died past, whether we call that a funeral or a celebration of life, or, you know, we're laying our families or, and friends to rest, whatever terminology you use to describe um, that, that process of um, saying goodbye to someone who has passed away. That's what I want to talk about today. And so <laughs> to be honest, this this hits close to home for me because as I was preparing this topic, news came that someone in my family, one of my family members, um, passed away. And so instead of praying for others, I was praying for my family and for myself. And so my family and I used, um, yeah, most of these, I think all of the su suggestions that I'm going to talk about today. So, okay, for most people, you know, I know I'm here in the States and I know um, in Jamaica as well, and in many parts of the world, there's a limit unless the country has uh, fully um, opened up again, there's a limit on the amount of people that can be um, in one place at one time. And then there's um, also consideration for distance, the amount of space between each person. And, and so um, with that, not everyone can attend a funeral, even if they're in the same country or in the same state as the person. Um, so some people are forced to stay home, whether they like to or not, you know. And so one of the suggestions is, of course, everyone is going online to do things virtually. And so it's to have a live stream of the service, you know, whether you're having just a church service or you're also having a burial, is to have that set up live. And there's various ways of doing that. And I'm not going to promote one way or over another, but to have some form of live recording. And that can be where people can watch it individually they have a link where they can watch the live of the service and the burial if there is one individually or you um, can also create a, um, a virtual chat room where you can all be in a room together watching the live funeral watching the live um, celebration of life whatever term you use um, to describe uh, sending your family, laying your family member to rest, rem remembering them um, because of them being gone. So, uh, and so many people would have something to say, you know, during the, the services. Normally, you know, people go up and give them a talk about their loved ones. And so, you know, you can pre-record your messages because some, depending on where you are, technology may work differently. Um where the service will be happening. So you could pre-record your service and if you're not in the same state or same country, you may want to pre-record it and send it so it can be set up as a part of the program and that will be played 
throughout the service um, in a designated time frame. Or you can have live message, live um, recordings, live messages, right? Where uh, the, the church or wherever the service is being held could set it up where during the time when um, people are getting up to say something about the, uh, their loved ones, those uh, people can be ready to say something um, on a on a live screen, on a live streaming. So it depends on uh, what the capabilities are to have it pre-recorded or to have um, the messages being live during the service. Uh, you can also set up a room, like I said, prior to the service or after the service or the burial, whichever one, to have family and friends who are not physically there um, at the service but are able to be in the virtual room, talk about their loved ones, right? Share memories uh, about the loved ones so that they too can feel like they're a part of the service if they're not able to send live messages. And even if they are able to send live messages, there's still a disconnect because they can't communicate with the people who are physically at the service. But within that um, virtual room, even though you're not physically with the, the person, you can have conversations. And so whether it's before or after the service, while, you know, um, uh, people are transitioning to the burial if there is one and or if there's not one you know you can have that time of talking to each other of comforting comforting each other by talking about memories or asking each other how you know each other are you how you know everyone is doing consoling each other you know and for us you know that was a good time, I can say, for our family to speak to each other about, you know, different memories that we we had or have of um, the, the person that we lost in our family. We could talk about <clears throat> childhood memories or current memories, you know, and so that it kind of makes you feel you feel closer to your family, even though you're not physically there with each other. And after the ceremony is over after the live is over after the virtual chat is over i would suggest to continue to remain in contact with each other right so reach out you know if you feel like you need to talk to someone please pick up the phone and reach out to someone also you check in with others because you will know who will need to be checked up on and you know sometimes people may not show it and you may think this person over that person so just call everyone periodically to check in on them because since everyone is still practicing social distancing there there is not a lot of gatherings right and there there is normally some gathering happening after a ceremony after a service where family members come and stay with um, each other for a period of time before having to go back Back to work or they go and check up on each other you know physically check up on each other sit with each other have dinner with each other hug each other and because that uh, we can't do that right now call in our video call and then checking in with others during this time with your families and friends um, is, is, is very critical at this moment because that's the way to connect that's the way to talk about you know how you feel about the loss um of your family member, of your friend. And, you know, I would also encourage, the last thing I would say is go through your grieving process, right? We talked about, I mentioned briefly the five stages. So go through those process within your own time. Do not rush the process. 
but also be very aware that if you need professional help to seek it if you 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 realize that you're staying in one um stage too long if you're just overly angry and that anger is not um disip- is not going away or if you're getting depressed and um your depression is not turning into any form of accepting the debt you need to seek professional help or if you notice that one of your family member is you know really having a hard time and you believe that they need to speak to someone encourage them you know to seek help help them to seek that help if they um would allow you to do so so those are um some of the suggestions and like i said literally um i just had to do this um literally just had to do this um upon losing someone in my family and so i know I know that it is truly a difficult time. There's no good time to lose anyone, whether the death is um, unexpected or you expect it because someone is sick. It's it's never a good time, but especially in this time where you can't gather with your families, you can't hug, you know, we couldn't be there and in our culture as many of you know I'm Jamaican you know it's it, it's it's such a big deal that we are there and the process the things that we do prior to you know the funeral or the home going or the celebration of life you know is really important within our culture and some of us you know we make adjustment to the things that we do um before uh based on our our religious beliefs but either way there there are some things that we do prior to um the service and then you know during the service and then after you know and so not being able to do those things um makes it just a little bit more difficult you know it's it's like you have no control and you're not quite sure what to do and so um being able to do these things to make it somewhat um a little bit better um helped i can say it helped for me and i do believe it will help for you and your families and your friends so please do i i i pray and i hope um that um you know um things will change soon but as you know life continues to go on and death is one sure thing that will happen that if it does happen or if it has happened that you know you did do some of um these things and it's not too late if you never got together on a virtual um in a virtual room with your family that you can do that and talk about your your family um member or your or your close friend or your friend or your coworker whoever it is that passed away you can still do that now to to you know to feel a, a sense of being close with those who love the person as much as you did um so that is it um this is a tough one today but like i always say until next time you may follow me on instagram and twitter at @lovelylinky and youtube at lovely linky inspirations on my website at lovelylinkyinspirations.com you may also email me at lovelylinkyinspirations@gmail.com please share like and subscribe until next time let's stay connected so come now join me
next week as we continue to encourage, motivate, and inspire each other. Talk soon. Until then, live good.